to Date Card Pod. I'm Jenna. I'm Danica. And we are back. I am back. Danica's back. Yeah, I died for two weeks, y'all. Yeah, but now she's back. She's a ghost, um, mm-hmm. and it's fine. Um, she's as pale as a ghost uh, in general, so. Thank you. Yes, summer is over, and I didn't take advantage of it at all. It's fine. I, heard, I just heard the new uh, phrase, instead of hot girl summer, it's thoughtum. Bottom is very good. I'm into it. I'm here for bottom. I, my answer was seasonal depression, but um, bottom really works for me yeah. also. Yeah, it works either way. Um, well, I'm really happy to know that you're back because I missed you so I missed you too. It's been, it's been what, two weeks since Basically, I've done the pod? Yeah, because the week prior, we both had like adult shit happening. And then last week, um, Danica had a case of the can't even. Yeah. And that's a, that's a, a severe case. Again, seasonal depression. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. Sorry, folks. And, well, the thing is, it's fine because we're all struggling. I think we mentioned this before on the podcast, but, like, this is a nine-month, like, like, sports thing. I don't It's like, we're yeah. just, like, it's a marathon, and we are exhausted. Yeah, this is a full pregnancy. It's exhausting. We've been in this fucking game since January, mm-hmm. and I am, like, I'm so over it, even though I love it, and it's, like, my little baby, but I'm, like, I kind of want to shake the baby. Um, yeah. And uh, it's just, like, it's just too much. And, like, we made, we realized um, probably oh my God. the worst thing ever on Monday when we were getting excited to watch the last two days of BIP. <laughs> and yes. I went on the internet to think, you know, Jenna, it seems a little weird, like, the show doesn't seem like it's wrapping up at all, does mm-hmm. it? I go to find on the internet that apparently the finale is next Tuesday. I don't think I have ever been more upset in my entire life than when Jenna... Well, okay, so we, we were talking this week, usually, like, when we wrap up, like, a season, when we wrap up, like, especially, like, this kind of season, we'll do, like, a big dinner together, and yeah. we'll invite everybody over, and, like, everybody who has watched it with us at any point will come over... And we'll, like, record the finale together, um, like, whoever's available. And Jenna was like, oh, I can't come on Tuesday. And I was, like, crying about that Um, Tuesday as in yesterday. Yeah, gonna miss the the finale a bit. And we were really upset about it. And then I was even more upset because (laughs) Jenna was like, oh, I don't actually have to miss the finale. And I was like, fuck you, kill me. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm I'm extremely done, you guys. Like, uh... I am too. It was so funny. It was one of the weirdest sensations. I was, like, excited that I get to see the finale with you. But then I was like, you've literally gotta be kidding me like, fuck off i am so over this it's dragging up for so long and like they're doing this also like really like bastardized finale where <laughs> they make us watch fucking sean spicer on monday dancing around Is, that's him right yeah i can't yeah like i mean obviously he's gonna be the first one voted off but like they're like oh yeah your monday routine fucked we're going to make you watch Dancing with the Stars. Uh, enjoy Hannah and Karamo, all your favorite queer, wonderful people. Not that Hannah's queer, but, like, she was a queer icon she's, for a second. Yeah, she's an ally. She did some queer stuff. Roller derby. Mm-hmm. Um, lest we not forget that. So, yeah, it's, like, they are definitely tricking us. And it's funny. I actually went on multiple sites, and two different sites told me two different things. One site actually told me that the last night was the finale, and then another one told me that Next week was going to be the finale. And then I went on a Facebook group that I'm a part of um, 
Bachelorino Nation for the My Favorite Murder fans of Bachelor World. <laughs> I have some listeners from that um, group, so what's up, booze? But then even everybody on that site was convinced that yesterday was the finale, and I was like, what is ABC doing? It's because it should have been. We are finished. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love this franchise. I love this series. I have committed so much of my time this yeah. year to this shit. Like, <laughs> when you think about it, it's really, really upsetting, right? Like, Jenna and I, Jenna and I truly love doing this. And it's, like, one of my favorite times during the week because I love hanging out with you. And, like, we, vi- we like, rarely get to hang out, like, mm-hmm. outside of this because we're both, like, incredibly busy people that just, like, make time for this absolute horseshit nonsense. Right. Um, and so, like, I'm, like, mourning the fact that I will not see you again until January, <laughs> but also I don't want to fucking see you again until January. Literally, don't look at me. Don't look at me until my actual birthday. <laughs> Please. <laughs> oh, my God. It has been quite the year. It's <sighs> been quite a year. Quite mm-hmm. a season. Quite a season. It is um, not over yet, but they definitely, they gave us some interesting stuff this week. I... I, I'm so upset that I missed last week because last week was truly, like, the pinnacle of comedy. Oh, yeah. It was one of the And, like, I'm weeks. so thankful that Justin was able to step in. Justin is me, but a triple Leo, and a, apparently Jenna doesn't know what that means, but y'all know what that means. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the audience knows um, what that means. Fire, fire, fire. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... I'm sure he did a great job. I again, I don't listen to anything that I'm not a part of. So I don't think you even listen to the ones you are a part of. I do sometimes. I don't really. I, I listen to them too sometimes, but then other yeah. time I'm like, ah, whatever. I don't have any more fucking time to dedicate to this franchise than I have already given. Like, I'm tired. I have like stopped listening to most of the other podcasts I used to listen to because I get so fatigued from doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it's totally fine. Um, but now I'm listening to yeah. Nick's all the time, and I don't know if that's gonna make me a better person or not. But we'll see. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but I will say I'm sick of the uh, "Here to Make Friends" podcast. They are, um, they are really getting a little too up there on asses and not being very feminist. Which, I mean, as a very okay. <laughs> Are we just here to make enemies? Okay. (laughs) Here to make friends with enemies. Okay, guys. Um, I'm joking. I was really joking because I got called a misogynist a couple times on the internet this week for my memes, and um, I'm I'm a little sensitive about it. It's like Jenna and my roommates and I, who we all watch, like, religiously together, um... We have this group that's now called ABC, Always Be Crying. Thank you, Cam, for the one nice thing you've ever done for our friend group. Uh, And ever. Yeah, correct. Um, And she'll just, like, occasionally, like, when she posts a meme, she'll send us the meme. She'll ask us which one is funnier. Yes. (laughs) We vote on which one is funnier. She'll post, and then, like, we'll get, like... Y'all shitheads coming through later that are just like, you're a mean lady. (laughs) I can't believe. And, like, literally, like, I feel like Jenna does, like, even roasts. Like. I do. It, like, she roasts everybody because everyone on this show is doing dumb shit. Everybody. And, um. It's Which so, like, oh my god, my defense of that is just like, I'm not racist, I make fun of everybody. Okay, Like, that sounds dumb, but, like. Um, like, literally, though, I don't think that she's, like, making fun of 
specific people over and over again. It's just Blake. Like, I make fun of Blake. Every well, day. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's fine. Sorry if you like Blake. Delete our podcast Please. from your phone. <laughs> I am not here for you. I don't want to talk about you anymore. You know that's the one. That's the one set of like memes that I don't really get much shit on. Like people don't come for me in mm-hmm. that those ones because most people just are like over him. Even if they don't, like, hate him, they're just like, no, he deserves that shade. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. But for some reason, people are, like, here for Kaylin, <sighs> which I don't, I don't feel like we got even that kind of hate in her seasons prior. No, it's Like, weird. for some reason. Oh, well. Dean doing his, um, big nonsense means she's a perfect human being that cannot be roasted in any Do way. Do we literally, this... This nation has the worst case of amnesia ever. They'll literally forget mm-hmm. something from, like, the day before. And I'm like, what's this? Are you guys taking, like, forget-me-not pills from Arrested Development? Like, I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I roofied myself <laughs> even like, this week. I don't remember what happened on Monday. Well, that's true. But, like, <laughs> I mean, I have, a, I have a general sense of what happened last season and what happened whatever and what, you know, like, come on, people. I feel like Kaylin was not as well-liked last season, even. No, people... Fell off the wagon for her for so many reasons. I think, uh, who even knows? People are just wild. I guess uh, maybe people Even are, the contestants are like, forget me not, or forget me pills yeah. or whatever. Like, Katie and Kaylin were not friends. Oh, I know. So what? <laughs> I, I need I need information now. And like, Nicole and Oneka, they were friends all of a sudden again. I'm like, what do you guys? I don't, okay. Y'all okay? Yeah, no one is. That's all right. Um, neither am I. Yeah, neither am I either. Um, well, I'm happy to be back. Let's, let's get started, let's baby. Let's this bitch. Okay. Let's see. Um, <laughs> what, what the fuck happened this week? <laughs> As I just talked about all of this. Oh, yes. How could we forget? Dean came back and was trying to woo back Kaylin. I'm horny for it. For like two days. <laughs> I'm extremely horny about this situation. Um, I have talked to my mother, uh, the person that I am seeing currently, all my roommates, Jenna, everyone knows um, that I have issues. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, I I was, like, really, really horny about this situation. What is it the grand gesture of him coming back that's really... I think it's the grand gesture and also his teeth. I'm sorry to bring up teeth again. I'm going to be banned from the podcast. Like, <laughs> trigger warning teeth. I can't stop looking at them. Um, But, like, the person that I'm seeing was like, oh, yeah, I think it's, like, the eyes thing. And mm-hmm. he, he, like, he knows he's, like, dreamy. And he... Like, Dean is self-aware to a point where I can't figure out if I like him or hate him. And, like, rationally, I fucking hate him. But, like, him talking to me, I'd be like, yes, pussy wet. Please. Like, of course I will leave a stable relationship to hang out with you for no guarantee of anything. He really was, like, looking at her with, like, the full force of his, like, blue eyes. Yeah. With, like, the sun setting behind him. And I did, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I would probably do a lot for that. Yeah, I like. get it. I hear it. I see it. I'm looking at it, and I rationally fucking hate it. But like, no, I, I, I would do it. And it's like I get it. He left, and then he realized, you know, he missed her and wanted her back, and you know, wanted to to give it a try. And he even admits. I mean, he was being pretty honest, and he's like, "I could have waited. 
um, couple weeks until you got off the and show. And just texted you. And just texted you, which is just so, I love when they break the fourth wall. But it's like, he's like, well, the risk of you meeting somebody and like, you know, starting something was too big of a risk. And it's like, yeah. well, yeah, you were right because she already met Connor. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I feel him for that. And I think it was, obviously was the right fucking choice because Kaylin had not really, I mean, who even knows? I'll give, I, as much as I don't really like Connor... <laughs> I'll give him credit in the sense that he was like, well, why did you say you were so into me? And why did you say the chapter was closed? And all these things if you weren't really, like, over him. I think, I think it's kind of fair, though. And I'm saying this as a person who, like, somewhat recently got out of a serious relationship and, like, has, like, tried dipping their toes into something else. Like, yeah, like, obviously, like, when when you say the chapter is closed, I think a lot of times that means, like, you're um, interested in something else mm-hmm. and you assume they are not going to come back into the picture. That sure. doesn't always mean that, like... Yeah, that's a good point. That, like, you're expecting your ex to come back onto the beach and be like, oh, I shaved the, the one thing you hate about me. Um, and I'm beautiful and cool and hot and interesting and wonderful. And Dean, please break up with Kaylin. Um, I'm available. <laughs> kind of. And, but like, I, I get it. I get it. I think. Well, he also probably showered in the time that he was gone and came back. And so she was like, yes. Yes, daddy. And then like, the thing is in comparison to Connor. Okay. Connor is tall um and he has a a body that is very tightly sealed by skin um and inside that skin are lots of muscles that's pretty much all he has to offer yeah and he has um cool communication (laughs) patterns i'm not gonna say any more about that but like Really, I do, I really do want to mention on the podcast that, like, when we were watching it, Mark said. Oh, yeah, I want to hear what Mark said. (laughs) He was like, this is the first time I've ever realized that the skin wasn't the largest organ. Because, like, y'all are, are y'all looking at his chest while he's doing, like, the background interviews because it looks like something is trying to come out of him. (laughs) He looks like what Stephen King has been trying to put into words for years, you know? Like, something just trying to burst out. He looks like Alien the movie. It's just, it's too tight. There are too many veins there. It's too many muscles. He, like, he's uh, he's collapsing into himself, if anything. (laughs) Sorry, it's the best visual. Like the Stephen King reference was perfect. Yes, I knew exactly what you were talking about. Yes. Um. Yeah. He is just like it. It looks like you might just like cut him by like breathing too hard. Mm-hmm. Like his skin's just gonna peel away, and mm-hmm. it's gonna like just all of it's gonna fall apart. Like um, if someone yells at him, it'd be like owie, and then he'd have to go home. <laughs> Because that doctor, if you can call him a doctor, is not going to be able to help this man who lost his skin. Oh my god, that doctor that's just like, yeah, I'm wearing a Jimmy Buffett outfit, who is clearly not a doctor. He's like, yeah, I own a mustache. I, someone gave me an MD. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Take two margaritas and call me in the morning. 
Um, He's going to be a bartender next season. <laughs> it was Will's, actually. <laughs> Just, like, wearing a mustache. Uh, so, yeah, I, you know, whatever. But I think in comparison, like, Dean is a way more interesting, like, person probably to date than Connor. I guess mm-hmm. Connor could be potentially the safer one. But also, I was like, I don't know shit about you, Connor. He's like, I'm the one that could, like, you know, give you a relationship and be there for you and do all these things. I was like, says who? Yeah. I don't know you. I don't know you from shit. You, Hannah didn't want you, and I basically follow everything Hannah does. <laughs> <laughs> I think, too, like, um, the the way that they went about, like, arguing for or against each other was weird, because he's yeah. like, I'm the safer bet. And I'm like, yeah, really interesting. What a great thing to say. Like, super gross and weird. And, and like, then, like, but also Dean did the same thing. He was like, well, Connor could hurt you, too. Yeah. And I was like, that's not a good defense for yourself. I love you so much. Um, fuck me. But I also see no lies. Um, I just listened to Nick's podcast, and Dean was on it. Mm-hmm. And he said that um, he... He just really, he went on the whole show just being like, I am not going to take anyone home. I really am not going to take anyone home. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to, I, I I just came here for the vacation, basically. He, like, fully yeah. admits it. And then he realized that Kaylin was really falling for him, and he felt bad. And so he's like, I'm going to leave, because I know she also is interested in this guy, Connor, because I guess she told him mm-hmm. um, off camera that was a guy she was interested in, and... So, he did that, but then when he left, he felt really sad, and he took some time, and then he came back, and he also threw some shade. He's like, I'm really glad I left when I did. He's like, I didn't really want to go to that wedding. Um, <laughs> he's like, because the wedding was going to be really boring, and also there was, like, three of my exes there, and I was like, oh, spill the tea. Yeah, spill more tea, please. So, but like, funny. I do like that, though, because, like... That is a totally normal, re- like, to take, like, a week off and just, like, think and mm-hmm. reevaluate, like... That's normal. Sorry, we don't do normal on BIP, okay, oh, bitch? Yeah. Sorry. I've been uh, ejected from the podcast. Um, welcome back, some other misogynist. <laughs> uh, we hate women at this podcast, do you know? <laughs> That's the motto. Um, <laughs> women second. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> they get back together and they leave paradise and um, good for them. Uh, uh, one thing I did really laugh at a lot was... The fact that Connor was like, it was your birthday. <laughs> it was your birthday. And it was just like, oh my god. Like, everyone keeps bringing that up. And I'm like, well, I, I mean, I guess it makes sense because she's like 17. So, like, birthdays mean a lot more when you're younger, right? <laughs> For me, if someone misses my birthday, I'm like, thank god I don't have to remember old. <laughs> so funny. Dean also said in the podcast, he was like, well, to my credit, it was 3 a.m. the next day. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like, perfect. Dean, you fucking... Oh, cute. Anyway, um, <laughs> Connor uh, also sounds like he's, like, always choking on a vibrator. Um, I just had to say that. Sorry, brah. Come at me. <laughs> Thank you, brah. I wonder where all the Connor stands are going to come out. Um, oh my god. You can add Danica. Ar- no! Ar- no, do not at me. My uh, my handle is at Jenna with a smile. <laughs> um, it's just, I don't know. Like, I don't dislike Connor, and I get he's, like, an attractive person. I'm just so uninterested in him and anything that he does. Literally. Um, um, he goes on a date with this um, girl who comes down the beach, like, pretty much immediately. 
and uh, her name is I don't Rev. That, I think that's Revian. Like, yeah, Revian. Um, I remember thinking she was super hot on Colton's season, like before the she season started. Yeah, I was like, yeah. yes, money. And then they left. <laughs> so, oh yeah. my god, they went on the date, and I don't think I've ever been that bored in my whole life. But um, it was hilarious because Connor wore a helmet. The okay, Connor wearing a helmet. I was like, oh my god, your skull is complete. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> he's safe now. He's safe. He's fine. And then they put a balloon on it. And I was like, oh, if he falls, he'll be totally safe. It'll be so fine. But, like, also, Rivian was... I really hope that's her name. If not, I'm so sorry. Because um, I'm sure she's delightful. Yeah. But she got the worst edit of oh, all yeah. time. She was just like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so do you want to go on this date with me? And I'm like... It was very boring. They, like, went on, like, a weird scooter. What was this? Segways. Segway. Yeah. Segway date. They did animal balloons. They made out. And they were both like, nope, not interested. Nope, thank you. Sorry. Oh, boy. thank you. So, I don't know. One of the more, like, I guess compelling dramas that is happening right now is the uh, Chris and Katie saga. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, last week they had a date. No, this week they had a date. Yeah. This week they had the date. Right? Yeah. Maybe. Sure. It doesn't matter. But. At us. <laughs> Y'all are being mean this week anyway. <laughs> Chris is like, see the thing is, Chris is being real. He's admittedly all of a sudden realizing he's never been in the 700 seasons he's been on he's never been this far in the process Mm -hmm. where you're getting close enough to like the end and now there's this weird pressure which admittedly is a really fucked up pressure i really this is the time i hate chris harrison the most out of all of the seasons is when he comes on to bip and it's just like if you're not ready to fucking get engaged leave my fucking beach and it's like dude no maybe some people will get engaged but could you like just chill for a fucking second yeah i can't so chris uh chris bacot Bukaki. Chris Bukaki is, um... New name. <laughs> new name. He's gonna... He's new just, handle. He's, like, uh, getting all anxious because he's like, oh, no, I might have to propose. I'm a normal human being and doesn't want to propose to somebody after knowing them for two weeks. Yeah. Fair. That's fair. But that ain't how Bippy done. No. no Get no. out of here if you think that's how Bippy works. Yeah. Bippy is a train and it is going fast and it is going to crash eventually but you just gotta fucking jump on or jump the fuck off and so he starts to crack a little bit and katie um a smart woman senses all of this Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's very anxious yeah i feel for her she's mostly i mean it's not even that like weird it's just like i feel like you have walls up yeah that's fair yeah cool yep yep and she keeps saying like a like if he doesn't like step up and like Tell me about his feelings. I don't know if it's going to work, but I don't know what to work means. Mm-hmm. Like, is it like we're not going to get engaged at the end of this? Which, like, baby, you shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, just date. Just be yeah. cool. I really do think it's funny how many people forget that that's an option. You know, Kevin and Astrid basically wrote that script last year and it was sad, um, but then it ended up working out later on um, off oh, show. But that was, yeah. Congrats to their engagement, if they're listening. Um, <laughs> never mind. Anyway, it's kind of boring right now, but, like, basically, they're like, yeah, it's good. I'm into you. Chris is definitely like, I'm really into you. Let's keep doing this. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. 
Okay. Yes. Oh my god. Now we're going to talk about Mr. Matt McDonald a little bit. I, you're going to talk about him. I'm going to drink for the rest of my life. I'm so <laughs> fucking, like, I can't. So somehow him. Matt has found himself in this, like, weird love triangle between Sydney and Brie in the sense that he um, is apparently a hot commodity. All the men on the beach Wild. are like, what the fuck? Um, Blake's, like, doing this montage about his, like, JPJ's all of a sudden this, like, playboy Matt's playboy. When did Blake become the voice of reason? Like, why are they True. giving him so much fucking airtime? Because he's like has all this time, I guess, to think, and he's like, yeah, this is these guys are just like it's so confusing how these girls are falling all over him, and I'm like, yeah, that's how I felt when Mike was sent home. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mike hasn't been sent home yet, though. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yes. 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 He was yes. sent home last Sorry, week. Sorry, he was sent home last week. I wasn't a part of it, so I didn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> so but she's also trying to, like, um, suppress the feelings and forget it. I can tell. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, oh, so sorry, Mike. Um, so, yeah, it's like, he's just weird, and everyone's, like, still giving him shit about how he can't kiss good, I guess. He doesn't kiss, though. That Like, that's the thing. He's just, like, like... Not that there is anything wrong with being a virgin, Colton, tam, 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 but, like, he doesn't even kiss. Yeah. He's and, like, he had to, like, Sydney had to work so hard to get him to kiss her. And we remember last week that, like, big explosion of wonderful that happened. Like, whatever editor is there, fuck me. Marry me. I love you. He, they clearly used that footage from when they thought Colton was going to lose his virginity in some, <laughs> like, big fashion on his season. And they are like, we still have all of these, like, cuts of, like, a train going into a tunnel. Uh-huh. Can we use it? Mm-hmm. And then they were like, yeah, we can still use it. Yeah. Um, even though kissing is not necessarily, like, yeah. fucking. But <laughs> Look at all these beautiful cummies that we just have ready to go. <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, whatever, dude. He, he probably only kisses his mom. But eventually they make, oh. <laughs> they make this pineapple face for him to practice on. Which is just like, pineapple, two apples for mouth. I don't even know wh- what the fuck is, the eyeballs are, but it's so funny. And he just laughs really hard. Oh, buddy. And, um, oh my gosh. He he also brings up his mom, I think, more than any other, like, character. Yeah. Um, what was that guy, uh, chicken guy from Becca's season? He lived with his David. mom. And he brought him to his mom a lot then. But okay, Matt David. brings up his mom in a way that's, um, not as... No, it's... Is even worse somehow, which is surprising. Um, yeah, and it's like, okay, nobody... And Sydney's like, stop bringing up your fucking mom. Yeah. Like, please, like... Please don't. <gasps> Sydney's just trying. She's just trying to make anything stick. She's throwing spaghetti on walls at this point. She's <laughs> like, Wills? Wills? Everybody? Chris Harrison? Anybody? Fuck you? It's Anyone. Like, what's going on? Uh, bless her. So, what's, then, um, well, I don't want to talk about that date anymore. That was yeah, dumb. Revian and Connor do their thing. I'm bored. Um, ugh. Then we have my favorite part, I think, of this season so far. So we're going to talk about Demi and Christian and their conversation that they had. And this is probably going to take up a large chunk of time. Mm -hmm. And if you don't listen to this whole chunk, you are a homophobe. It's just the facts. Just facts. Um, So it starts off with Demi and Christian and Katie hanging out 
and Katie is asking a lot of invasive questions. Yeah. Like, are you guys going to get engaged? Like, they're clearly, like, the strongest couple. Like, they're, they've been saying I love you for weeks. Like, they were together beforehand. Open up that PBR now. Yes, Sadie. Um, so, this is, like, a really really like wonderful like conversation I think for queer people especially like femme queer people and like the bisexual community um for a lot of reasons I think um because I can totally see where Demi is coming from throughout this conversation and I totally see where Christian is coming from throughout this conversation I think this is the most profound moment of the season it was even wild. even more than like Demi coming out mm-hmm. um I don't know that I've ever felt like this validated um about like things that I've felt before and like things that I currently feel like mm-hmm. as a bisexual woman who like generally dates men um so Katie is asking like a bunch of like invasive questions like I don't think she was trying to be, like, rude, and I'm not going to assume. No, yeah, she's probably like, just joking and having yeah. a good time. But she's like, are you guys being engaged? And then Demi is like, I don't really want to talk about this. She's like, but you guys are, right? Yeah, and it was just, like, sort of, like, berating Demi. And you could tell that Demi was, like, frustrated by the conversation in a way that was, like, not Demi. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it was obviously, like, something that was bothering her. Ugh. And so, um, they get a date card. So (laughs) well-timed. And Demi's like, I'm fucking frustrated. Like, I don't want to go on this date. Um. God, that's so real. Yeah. Like, she's just like, I don't, I don't want to do this. But like, obviously, Demi and Christian are going to go together. And Demi's frustration is that, um, Christian is like an like a physically affectionate person like with her friends yeah like maybe one of her love languages or like whether like you know like romantic or otherwise mm-hmm. is like physical touch mm-hmm. um which is what i gathered from it and i could yeah. i could totally be wrong um and she uh demi is uh does not like physical touch at this point, mm-hmm. and is very, is made very uncomfortable by, like, that pressure, and, um, so it's a double whammy thing, it's, A, her feeling bad that she is not interested in a lot of public physical touch, um, and feeling bad for her, that she's disappointing her partner, mm-hmm. coupled with then seeing her partner have physical touch with other people makes her feel, um, concerned that she's not enough, not, not enough. So there's like, it's just like layers on layers and like some jealousy and there's just elements of it. And it's like, yeah, it's so fucking real. Um, and then she describes it very eloquently yeah. to Christian and Christian accepts the information, mm-hmm. takes it and, and tries her best to like tell Demi that it's, um, not true. Although like acknowledges that she's like, I understand why you feel this way. I yeah. know that you're a person who isn't this, you know, very affectionate. Like, just, it's one of the more mature conversations we've ever seen on this show. She didn't try to gaslight her. Mm-hmm. She also was like, while I'm telling you that these things that you feel are not true, I, I feel differently. Don't, you know, assume how I feel, Demi. 
But, like, she also didn't make her feel bad for it. Yeah. Ah. It was, like, a truly wonderful moment, like, where we get to see... Well, I mean, like, Demi has, like, a lot of... She Demi's young, yeah. first of all. Yeah. Demi is a young gay, also. Mm-hmm. Um, Demi has gone through a lot of trauma in her life. And, like, I feel, like, very, very similar to her, where, like, I've had a lot of, like, trauma that makes me, like, anxious about, like, physical touch and, like... And affection? Even. And affection. And I, I was, I think, when we were talking on Monday, like, about... Like, all of this, I think at first we were like, oh, Demi, no, that's, like, a, that's not a good look. And then when we were, we thought about it a little bit more, we were like, oh, wait, like, Demi's a baby gay. Like, and I, I very much, um, although I've been out for a long time, like, I also feel like a baby gay. Mm-hmm. Um, to where, like, it does make me nervous, like, going on dates with women, mm-hmm. like, having sex with women, or, like... Yeah being affectionate with women, like, in public or in private or, like, whatever. So, like, I totally feel where she's coming from where she's, like, I don't want to be, like, judged, but I also, like, want to be able to, like, live my life. And it's... It's hard. There's, like, there's a thing even within the queer community. Being queer is such an identity that, um, unfortunately, is very is pretty well uh, accepted pretty mm-hmm. much everywhere. Like, people love fucking drag queen. Like, uh, there's just so many elements where, like, when you can identify as queer, a lot of people are on your side. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, almost a, like, a, like a, a, a statement, a pride is a thing. You can be mm-hmm. really living your best life if you're queer. Mm-hmm. And I think that that can also put a lot of pressure on people who are not, they don't feel like they um, are super experienced in it mm-hmm. or living their queer life to, like, the certain high standard that they think they should be. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I experienced that a lot. And I know that, like, a couple years ago when I re-kind of came out and started really dating women, I've always been bi since I was 14 and, like, out. But then when I really, like, started acknowledging it when I was 30 and really going for it, I opened up to a queer friend of mine about all of my insecurities about I'm not sure actually how to have sex with women because the sex I had with women when I was in my early 20s was controlled by my ex-boyfriend who controlled my relationship with women. And so, like, I had all these questions about literally practical, functional queerness. And then also I had a bunch of internalized misogyny and I thought, like, I wasn't attracted to femmes. I was only probably attracted to, like, mask-type women, et cetera, et cetera. And all these questions and my friend was so kind to, like, work through it with me and really help me figure it out. Until she decided that um, she hated me and turned on me and mm-hmm. became, like, my ultimate enemy. But she used a lot of those uh, insecurities I had and is now and still does tell people publicly and has tried to get me, like, kicked out of the queer community because she claims I'm not queer enough for yeah. my insecurities. And, like, that's the thing that I feel like this is what we're all talking about. When people, we get so mad at people on the internet being like, just, like, let them be. I don't care. Love is love. It's like, no, there's so much fucking nuance to yeah. this. And it's important to see these kinds of relationships on TV because this is the things that actually happen in the queer community. Mm-hmm. You're not deemed perfect enough so that you're actually not really queer. It's like, wait, no, I am. Right. I just may have not had sex with, like, 20 women. Yeah. I'm not a gold star lesbian, yeah. quote, unquote, which is a horrific concept if you don't know what it is look it up 
and it's really frustrating. And so Demi is really going through like on multiple layers. She's a new queer, new, newly out at least, um, publicly on a massive level. And then also young and has had issues with like her own upbringing. Like her mom was in jail. Her dad wasn't in her life. She was raised by her grandparents. She admits that she's like, wasn't really, there wasn't a ton of physical affection as she was a kid. Yeah. Her grandparents are great, but it's like, you know, it's just a, there's a difference. It's a, it's a thing that exists. And like, like as a person, like, I mean, I don't know that I've talked about it all that much. Like I'm like estranged from my father. Like he was in jail for like, or prison, I guess for like a, a large part of my like upbringing. I was raised by my mom, lived with my grandparents, like grew up like, feeling queer or, like, having, like, queer feelings and just, like, growing up in a Christian household, like, not knowing really, like, how to deal with that or, like, what that meant for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I, like, really connect with her in a lot of ways and still do. Like, I'm, like, I'm older than she is, but it still feels like a thing where, like, what... Like, I, 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 in in a lot of ways, I guess I still feel like a baby queer in that, like, if I were to date, like, a woman or, like, someone that has, like, a vagina, like, what do I do? Because I have been, like, compulsively, like, heterosexual for so long, um... Because society really does make you feel like that's, like, the easier option Mm -hmm. for so many ways. And, like, I really do feel for, like, Demi being, like, I don't, like, uh, like, her her jealousy, I feel like, is misguided. But Mm -hmm. I, it's something that I, like, connect with, like, Mm -hmm. a lot. Like, I am very, like, affectionate with my friends. Like, um, I, like sit on my friends' laps, I, like, hug yeah. them, I kiss them, I, like, do all the, like, I, I don't have a problem with doing that, but I feel like if I saw, like, my girlfriend doing that, I guess, like, mm-hmm. I would be, I would be, like, what, like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like I am more able to do that with, like, my friends than I am with my partners, I guess, yeah. especially if my partner was... Um, like, the same gender or right. sex as me. Mm-hmm. And I think um, one thing I did want to bring up was, like, um, I think we talked about on Monday, like, she was, like, very physically affectionate with Derek. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, like, why is she, like, reacting to Christian this way? And I was just like, okay, you fucking idiots. Like, Because it's different. Like, compulsive heterosexuality is real. It's very different. And, like... As much as, like, even in, like, living in, like, liberal cities like Los Angeles or Portland or Seattle Mm -hmm. or wherever the fuck you live, like, it's way easier to be, like, affectionate with a dude than it is with a girl if you identify as a a girl. Like, it's it's just easier. You really, truly have to admit that really, truly, no matter how progressive we've all come, if you are something that is other than a cis, straight, white person, you will be looked at. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's fine. Most people don't really, like, look or stare or whatever, but, like, people will. Like, that's something I could never fully 
uh, empathize with like my trans friends and the people I've dated because they it is I, I my last girlfriend was just like this beautiful trans woman and she was the most confident person ever yet she has to literally know that when she walks into the house she will people are going to just at least acknowledge her in a different way mm-hmm. and that can be so I, I don't even know how frustrating or confusing or just a burden that can be um and then you just ah so yeah like a demi is like unsure of having to walk around holding hands with a woman and guess it's all everyone's gonna accept her sure whatever but like you just are gonna the fact that they have to accept you is the problem like you know like the fact that there's anything that is other than the norm when you are othered then you are othered in some way. Yeah. Even if it's accepted, you're yeah. still, it's accepted. And We're, I think, like, like, allowing it. True, like, and I think that since she's, like, I don't even want, I don't even want to say that she's a baby gay, because I don't know. Right, I think really, she's. Really, like, yeah. I, I think she's aware enough, but, like, this is probably one of her first experiences. Yeah. And it's a huge experience, yeah. too, like. And Christian acknowledges that. She's like, I went through this a couple years ago when I was coming out. Mm -hmm. So, like, she gets it. She's super supportive of Demi in the process. Um, It's just really hard because there's also, like, other layer of just apparently Demi hasn't had that many other relationships. So, Mm -hmm. in general, she's nervous and, like, um, doesn't feel worthy of, like, love and affection. Probably for, like, a million other reasons. Mm -hmm. Nothing to do with her is her queerness. Mm-hmm. So there's like multiple things happening and I think they're handling it really well and talking about it. Yeah. And, and that's I think, great. I think too, just like, it, it's interesting how the conversation evolved though because it was just like, I'm worried I'm not enough for you because I can see you being touchy-feely with other people and Christians. I just like really appreciate the entire conversation, I guess, mm-hmm. because it was like, it felt evolved, you know what I mean? Like, um, Demi just being like, I don't like when you are physically affectionate with other people, which all of us, like, in the room, I feel, like, cringed about because, mm-hmm. like, I think we're all oh, yeah, somewhat physically affectionate people with our friends. Like, we hug, we, like, cuddle, we, like, do shit like that, and there's nothing wrong with not being that way, but, like, we were like, why, why? Why do you feel that way? And then it totally evolved into this thing that was just like, oh, this is why you feel uncomfortable. Like, you feel like you're not enough because you're not a physically affectionate person. And this has to do with your queerness because... And, like, it was just, like, really wonderful to watch that conversation evolve in a healthy way. Because, like, I have never seen this show do a conversation like this before. Yeah. It was great. Well, I mean, there's something to be said for the fact that, like, Nick always says, he's like, they're not making you say anything you don't want to say. Yeah. And so it just goes, it's just a great a testament to both Demi and Christian of being as mature as they are. Yeah. Because they're having that conversation and they weren't edited. They didn't have to edit it. <laughs> you know, they were literally just filming this conversation. And uh, for better or for worse. And I'm really glad they're still on the show. Suck it, haters. Eat it. <laughs> So, <laughs> anyway, uh, so John Paul Jones and Tasha. Oh my god, what a roller We concert. are still not through the first episode. That's I'm, fine. I'm I think we should, I only want to talk about JPJ and Tasha, and then I only want to talk about maybe Hannah and Dylan a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
I really, I actually fast forward a lot through the Clay and Nicole stuff. I could honestly give two fucks anymore. Yeah. And I don't even dislike any of them. I just mm-hmm. could, could give two shits. So JPJ takes Taisha on a prom um, because apparently she never went to prom when she was in high school. And which is why I think um, Taisha got banned from prom because her boobs are too big. <laughs> Probably. Oh my god, they're so massive and gorgeous. They so are beautiful. They, he decorates a rose palapa or beach palapa thing to look like a prom. Um, honestly, it was better than my prom. Which that was, was better than mine too. That's <laughs> so sad. Uh, and Taisha is just like giddy fucking giddy she can't believe any of this is happening it's like it's happening bitch just fucking enjoy it's it it's so weird because like i really didn't super like their connection before this last week and then this week i was like you know what cute i think it's because she, i think we saw like her personality for like one of the first times yeah she is goofy as fuck yeah mm-hmm. it's cute like mm-hmm. her laugh is uh, astounding. It's very loud and wonderful, and he's like obviously like the dumbest man alive. Mm-hmm. He like screamed talks mm-hmm. everywhere. He's just like mm-hmm. shouting in her face when mm-hmm. he's just like saying like "Good morning." <laughs> it's like come on. Now. And also like, has there been an episode where JPJ hasn't barfed or almost barfed? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm JPJ. It's fine. Uh, it's pretty cute. Um, we have a very weird um thing where all of the people dance together slowly. I kind of loved that. Okay. I thought it was really cute. It just was awkward looking like six couples standing like roughly five feet from each other slowly and dancing like, in the sand. Well, nobody did it right. I think that was the <laughs> It was just weird looking. But, That's uh, why they kept flashing back to older episodes <laughs> like where Clay like lifted her and <laughs> lifted Nicole in the air. <gasps> Oh my god, it's like the um Sydney's like, hey, I wish somebody would take me to the prom and Matt McDonald's like I would like to see Wells and I'm just like, okay, go be gay elsewhere. We already have Demi. Thanks. <laughs> oh, poor Dylan. Um <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the thing. Like Dylan just got outshadowed by Demi's personality. Uh so then um so that happens. It's cute. Whatever. They it was very, it was a very cute moment. I'm, oh my god, this makes me very emotional. Um, oh my god. <laughs> okay, so this is the best part. Okay, yeah. I did want to talk about this. Basically, <laughs> seeing JPJ be smooth, I guess, really inspired Blake to... Find uh, the only woman on Paradise that didn't have a partner yet. And he wanted to pull this romantic move, and he is... Um, he, he's, he's sitting next to Christina and he smells her and he's like, wow, you smell really good. And she's like, okay. He's like smelling her a bunch. She's like, stop oh, smelling like me. like coconut. And then he like kisses her and she's like forced to kiss him. She's like, Ugh. I don't know. Ugh, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It was very awkward. He goes, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to like go plan something for her. And he sets up a bunch of like, no less than a hundred pillows um, on the ground and like some candles, all of it's so a fire hazard. Um, and <laughs> That's there's, so true. There's also a, a plate of food <laughs> that was made. Um, definitely not by Blake, but it had bananas. Oh yeah, it was like a shit that the bartender definitely had to cut up, and he was like, "No, I did that. I did all this work." So funny. It was like something rad, like ban- bananas and like popcorn and like. Something else, um, really fucking weird. And I'm not but, even but like the bananas, though, it kills me. The so bananas much. killed me too. It's so funny. 
lighting a bunch of candles and he like brings he's like come on let's go over to here well he makes his own date card uh which was the fucking dumbest thing i've ever seen in my life and he tries to give it to christina and she does not want it <laughs> and then he's like no no babe come come look come over i'll meet you in 30 minutes and he goes in to like kiss her and she just kind of like freezes and then he does it again that moment was just epic. It was incredibly uncomfortable. Oh. <sighs> I screamed. It was probably yeah. <laughs> it was so great though. Um, good television. Eventually, uh, <laughs> Christina basically is like, um, so I want to put seven hundred pillows between you and I, and then I will tell you that this is not gonna work, dog. It's <laughs> a no for me, dog. And Blake just. No, it is extremely funny because he's like, I can't believe that he's been, he's been doing this for two weeks now. Like he, like last week he was like, oh, I can't believe I didn't see it in the first place. The only person that could ever love me is the only single person on the beach. (laughs) Uh, And then. Who happens to kind of hate me. who, Who I happen to have fucked over a billion fucking times. And like, you could just. It was just so painful because you could tell, like, every interaction they had, she was like, 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 would shove her hand away. From, like, it was like, like, shoving his forehead away. And he just could like, not. please do not kiss me, and even like, for a second. I just gotta break down her walls. I know she can love me if I just break down her walls. I'm thinking about Kristen and being the future mother of my children. Blake. 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 Oh, oh buddy. Um, and oh, so like he... Your torso's thinking too hard. Yeah. Oh, I've... They must have... Must have lost a lot of blood when he lost that toenail. <laughs> oh, my God. So then he, um... Speaking of which, we're taking, um, uh, theories and guesses from the audience about why they sectioned off a part of the beach. Yeah. They roped off a part of the beach. Who died? Tell me. <laughs> Besides his toenail. Um, so... Maybe his toenail was so big... <laughs> Was the biggest, like his ears. Oh. I mean, you know, men don't cut their toenails like enough. Like mm-hmm. it's probably that big. Gross. So <laughs> sorry, Christina sorry, dumps him, and he cries in the van, and he's just like, I mean, this did not go at all how I planned. I learned a lot though, but at what cost? I'm what? sorry. <laughs> What cost? The cost of all the women that you hurt, you fucking... I mean, you got to be in Mexico for free, so shut the fuck up, maybe. God. He's like, but I I also lost the toe, so that's the cost, I guess. (laughs) Your cost was large toenail. (laughs) Oh, man, he's the worst. How could I be this wrong every time? Shut the fuck up. Like, whatever. And then he posts on fucking... Instagram, this like this sap story where he's like, I made all these mistakes and they're definitely my fault, but like, I'm gonna still be me anyway, and I'm still gonna go to stagecoach. And everyone's like, No one asked you to go to stagecoach in the first place, don't. And the stagecoach replied back on the Instagram and they're like, Keep your head up, bro. We're almost there. <laughs> God. What is that? John Paul Jones is... Um, I have never seen this before, I think. We're looking at a gif of John Paul Jones hitting himself on the side of the head with a... Vans. A Vans like, the shoe. checkered Vans. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> okay. 
happened on episode two. Okay. We didn't watch this one together. I'm kind of upset about it. I know. It's fine. Um, Hannah and Dylan. Okay, so this is the episode where, like, Chris comes in and he's like, if you're not in a serious relationship, get the fuck out of here. Don't waste my fucking time. Don't waste my fucking money. Which <laughs> 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 is good. Um, so, basically... Um, Couples have to start having like some conversations. Okay, Demi. Okay, so we're we're just gonna go through everyone's relationship status at this point. Demi and Christian have a conversation at the beginning of the episode that I found really upsetting. Yeah. Actually. Like I have liked Christian this whole time, and I think she's been very wonderful to Demi. I did not appreciate this conversation at all. She wasn't looking at Demi the mm-hmm. entire time. Yeah, that wasn't good. And she's um, probably on, but I mean, this is her first like foray into this type of like television yeah. show. She's probably very tired and drunk and tired and sunburned mm-hmm. in her own way. And like, it was just like a really tense conversation where Demi was like trying to ask her like how she felt about how the previous conversation was going. And it, uh, like Christian wasn't looking at her. And I just like, I don't know, it made me feel icky. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's almost like too real, like kind of how a real relationship would be going. But down. It, it it's also like I don't give Demi like a full pass either no. because Demi's like, oh, it's just my tornado brain, and it's just like, uh, well, that doesn't really count as an excuse for yeah. relationship issues either. And your girlfriend is like feeling, you know, Christian is also admitting that she always doesn't really feel like worthy of relationships either. So they're both just kind of pawing at this concept and. You both did bad. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Um, uh, we have Hannah and Dylan. They go on a date, um, and okay, this is probably the first time I actually genuinely felt that Hannah gave a fuck about Dylan, which was really nice. I really needed that, mm-hmm. like, for me to finish the season. <laughs> um, <laughs> for me to finish. For me to finish, Period. I really needed them to. Uh, you know, I want because she just. I think they're just really editing it really fucked up, which is, you know, it's like, I don't know why they do that. But they always seem to get the worst images of her where her face just looks kind of like, I don't really know what's going on. Oh, I don't like him at all. Yeah, it's really like, blink twice if you need help. And, um, but then this one, she really seemed to kind of like dig it. And like, when he told her that he like actually loved her, her face was like really sweet and genuine seeming. Like she was like, oh my God. And then she said she loved him. What I do find weird, I wonder if you caught this, is that both of them couldn't remember the other person's name. What? <laughs> both when they both said they loved each other, he was like, even he started off, he's like, I just I, I wanna say that I like I love you. I love you, Hannah. Like he like paused and then she's like, I love you too, Dylan. <laughs> and did it like a couple times, and then when they like screamed at the other people at this party that they were at, which was like a quinceanera, I'm not sure what's going on. They were like, "Miyamo, <laughs> Oh yeah, like they, I think they just couldn't remember Spanish. I know <laughs> it was it's really funny, but I was like, "Do they even know their names? Like, what's going on?" God, well that happened. Yeah, uh, they're fine. Yeah, they're fine. gonna get engaged. Yeah, uh, Connor. <laughs> Sorry, Connor just goes out with Whitney and um, 
That wasn't a fart. That was my foot moving from the chair. Anyway. I will admit when it's a fart. Yeah, same. Uh, Connor and Whitney... Uh, well, well, I guess it's not even Connor. So Connor is heartbroken because Kaylin goes home um, with my boy, Dean. Um, he is waiting for perhaps Whitney to come in. They like, keep looking at the stairs. He's like, if I'm if Whitney doesn't come down in five minutes, I'm leaving. It's just like, okay. This it's whole thing like, was so weird. Yeah, it was so dumb. Like, can you imagine the production budget for this shit? Like, they're willing to bring Christian all the way down from Los Angeles and make it in time for Demi to dump Derek. But then, like, um, they can't send They can't. <sighs> five minutes? They can't. Like, they, the two vans crossed paths. So, like, basically... Connor and Whitney were both at uh, the wedding <laughs> earlier this year, and they talked, and they had such a great conversation that was just like, oh, where did you grow up? Kansas City? Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> a fart noise. Goodbye. And then, like, he was super into her. She was super into him. She was the last woman to show up on Paradise, and he was one of the last dudes to show up on Paradise. I'll say that's a cute concept because typically the last peoples don't really, nothing happens and they go home immediately and it was kind of like a waste of their time. Although they got to be housed at a hotel, so it's fine. Like, yeah. whatever. But, like, as I do like the concept that the two, like, last entering people basically get to, like, have a relationship in some fashion and get stage time or screen time together. But it was just, like, so obviously fake. Like, if the producers just didn't want them on the beach anymore because they needed to keep their budget down, like, good for them, I guess. And they they fucking created this little, like, oopsie, he left because he was waiting for her and she wasn't oh here. God. And then she came looking for him. But I, I feel like that's completely appropriate because who wants to watch Connor? I don't. I really longer? didn't. Yeah, and neither. And Whitney, too. I'm sorry. She's... I don't know. They're perfect together. So they look kind of the same. <laughs> Basically. Oh, that's cute. Well, anyway, she goes to his hotel room. They make out um, while they're still wearing, like, their bathing suits. It was kind of weird seeing her walking around in the hotel wearing her, like, fancy, like, bib bathing suit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. And then he did the whole, like, sideways bird look. And was like, oh, God. Whitney. <laughs> oh my god, Whitney. <laughs> such a fucking No, gif. literally, like, there's a gif. Like, if you look at it, are we saying gif or gif? I say gif. I don't know what to say. Uh-oh. The, the vans are crossing each other. Like, it's so fucking dumb. This spent, this was so much money. That means there's literally a camera on the side of the street. You don't understand. There's there's literally a, a camera crew on the side of the street watching as these two vans drive by each other. They planned that so much, and they they expect us to think that this is what's happening. We're not idiots. We're not fucking idiots. I'm sorry. And like also like Connor interacting with her, like just stretching out as long as he can to touch her thigh. It's so awful. I can't. They deserve each other because we're gonna have the most boring babies ever. 
Um, Nicole and Clay are doing kind of a similar Chris and Katie dance. Clay, you know, uh, he, you know, he, he worries about his image, I think, too much. He's a nice person. I, I feel like there's probably nothing, like, wrong with him, but I think he just can't really, like, commit to anything. I don't think he worries about his image enough because he just <laughs> shaved his fucking beard and had a mustache with, like, the goatee thing. Oh, he was like, Dean's not the only one that can pull this off. And I was like, yep, Dean's the only one that can pull this off, you <laughs> motherfucker. I loved when they were giving him shit later on when he was wearing really tight pants. And, like, somebody was like, how'd you even get in those pants, Clay? Actually, we were talking about this last night. where We were like, Clay has not worn a shirt this whole time. And when he does wear a shirt, I'm scared. Because... <laughs> You see all of the muscles in the back. Like, I've seen him wear a shirt, I feel like, one time. And I was like, oh, my God. Are you comfortable? Can you breathe? So fucking thick. It's amazing. Um, oh, boy. Anyway, he's, like, not sure. And, like, rightly so. Because, like, again, he's also kind of doing the math. And, like, wait, I have to potentially propose after 14 days. I can't really do this. I'm not sure. Can't we just date? But Nicole's kind of put the pressure on it um, to, like, fucking figure his shit out. And he's, like, weird. But he he says he is interested in her and he's falling, but he can't say it now. I'm like, okay, whatever. I I fast forward a lot through this. Yeah, I have a lot of feelings about Clay. Um, Mostly, like, I uh, don't care. But, like, he... He really is just doing, like, he's so, (sighs) it's boring, and also, like, I wasn't here last week, but, like, Angela really destroyed him last Mm -hmm. week. She was just like, uh, shut the fuck up, um, why do you have feelings about this? Like, I'm here, and you're feeling weird feelings about me being here? Like, shut the fuck up! She... Just because he didn't want to go, just because she didn't want to go to the gym with him four hours a day, he wanted to break up with her. I know, sorry. I just triggered Danica. It's like, y'all. Like, I'm friends with my ex, so I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, we're not going to say anything. Oh, uh, that was the same. <laughs> you look like Kermit right now, drinking your tea. Like, mm, it's none of my business, but oh, Jesus. Um, it's not easy being lazy. <laughs> So, JPJ and Tasha um, have a date where they Tasha draws him. That was the cutest fucking thing so I've ever seen. That's cute. when I started crying yesterday. Mm. It was so fucking funny and cute, and also Tasha's titties are out of control. Yeah, <laughs> I would cry too. Um, she's like, "Do you think our our love story is a good one?" Oh my god! All right. We have to talk about JPJ was like, yeah, she's going to do this thing. Um, I brought a lot of Speedos and I'm wearing a denim one. And it was out of control, y'all. Also, he has no butt. No butt. None. Yeah. Nunzo. So sorry. Nunzo Bunzo. <laughs> I'm not sure how the Speedo stays on. Um, <laughs> anyway... I really don't. I just really want to talk about the breakup with JPJ and Tasha. The rest of it is so 
Well, Chris and Katie, ha okay, we're okay. We'll, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Baby, are you okay? <laughs> Chris and Katie have like a conversation where he is increasingly every single episode getting pink eye more and more and more and more. Like I don't like what is wrong with his eyes? I don't get it. Like every time his title changes, he gets pink eye worse. I don't get it. Um, he <laughs> this quote is so dumb. We're coming to the end. I'm just like thinking a lot. I'm thinking way too much right now. Even though he's quote unquote happy with Katie, he can't stop second guessing things about their relationship. Katie feels that and is making her miserable. Ugh. Like you're fucking rude, fucking asshole. Like, do you see yourself and do you see her? Like, sometimes I, men, none of you are listening to this. Like, I get it, but like, me men, what are you doing? Please stop. Do you see Katie and do you see you? What? What do you, what do you want? Do it. Keep it. Do it or not do it. I don't can't. <sighs> so rose ceremony. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. Chris Harrison comes back and he's like, if you're not in a relationship, get the fuck out. <laughs> he literally says that. There is going to be no cocktail party and last night when I watched it, I was screamed my ass off and uh, I <gasps> Uh, currently it's... don't have a place to live. I'm going to stay with Jenna. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I'm screaming. No, I am very quiet all the time. Um, so it's funny because, like, people were like, oh, shit, you know, what are we going to do? Um, it's pretty great. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, this is another thing I want to talk about. Oh. So the first guy, to, the, the, the men are handing out the roses today, and the first yeah. guy to get... Uh, up to the podium is Luke S. The poor man's Nick. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm just gonna let you finish. Yeah. So Luke Luke is uh he um he had been talking previously to like Haley a little bit and to Christina, but she's left. And Haley was like clearly not feeling it. She actually has like a little sound bite where she's like, I've seen Nick Vial and he's way hotter, which I'm like here for that shade. Anyway <laughs> He has the nerve to ask Brie to give her a rose. I don't think they've said two words to each other. So this man is a fucking fool. But what follows is pretty wild. It's mean. It's mean. Um, Brie very politely turns down his rose, saying that she was here for love. And that she doesn't see it with him. But that, okay. But... And then she walks back. And then I was confused. I thought like that would mean that she would like leave. Like I, I, like, because this, to Chris Harrison's credit, this has never happened before. So I didn't know what to expect. But she goes back to stand in like the fucking you know formation. And then Chris comes out and he's like, "This has never happened before. You are a fucking embarrassment to society. You stupid fuck." Um, does anybody else want to, like, fuck this guy or, like, see this person or have him here for another week? And everyone is just like, I'm gonna do side eyes to and make eye contact with anybody else. Uso. Like, it was so sad, Chris. <laughs> you shouldn't have said it that way. <laughs> I can't. 
I would, I, like, I feel like he could have just asked, like, do you want to ask anybody else? Yeah. Because it was already pretty apparent he wasn't going to ask anyone else. He kind of, like, was almost even about to put the rose down before yeah. Chris came over. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, oh, buddy. Um, I'll give Luke credit. He really, like, handled it well. He was like, no, that's fair. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Totally. Totally get it. I'll just, uh, be on my way now. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I would die. What would you do? What would you do? I would probably just cry. I would probably just start crying. Or or get, like, really, like, fucking, like, mad, you know? Just yeah. start, like, flipping people off. Like, pull a full, like, half-baked, like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> and then it is like... No, I feel like he handled it, like, pretty well. But, like, even... I don't even like Luke. Like, yeah. I have roasted Luke. Mm-hmm. to oblivion like I get it but I was even I was like oh that's not nice I wonder if he'll be back on next season as like some kind of weird like redemption arc no, or just, if he's just I gonna give up I don't think I think he'll give up okay well well god bless um <laughs> bless you Luke um that was very nice um so like after that though um Matt. Matt Donald. Like, what the fuck? Shut up. He's like, one. I don't know who to pick. Sydney's great. I could go deeper with her on conversations. But Brie is a supermodel. Oh, my God. And then didn't finish the sentence. I don't think he ever did. He just, what a, what a piece of work. So he gives Brie the fucking rose. She says yes, only to dump his ass later. Because... Which is my favorite thing. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, get it, Brie. Um, yeah, just to, like, jump forward. Like, it's, like, the week where everyone's like, oh, we're gonna figure out whether we're gonna go to Fantasy Suites or not. And he asks her to Fantasy Suites, and she's like, um, you thought my name was Supermodel, (laughs) right? Like, it was so good. I forgot about that. Yeah. Pretty she cool. was just like, uh, you fucking only view me as this, like, very tiny portion of myself that I do for work. So, like, fuck off. And he was like, blah, I don't get it. And it was just like, Matt, Donald, you can't even kiss. Why would you think that Supermodel would kiss you? Like, what the fuck? You're nuts. <laughs> so great. So pretty much everyone else gets a rose that you'd expect gets a rose, except for uh, Sydney, um, mm. Sydney, Rev, and uh, Haley go home. And uh, you know, they they tried. I enjoyed Haley more than I expected I would. I was mad that she was on this season, but I ended up, ended up enjoying her quite a lot. And who knew? We just didn't. We just didn't need her sister there. <laughs> Haley was just as bad as she was on every other season, though. Like, she's always there to just be like, I'm rude. True. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Um, so, now everyone, yeah, is going through their, like, um, well, are we gonna fuck or are we gonna break up kind mm-hmm. of talk. Uh, so Matt and Bree, we lose them. Uh, Chase and Angela also have that conversation, and they're just like, nah, dog, it's not gonna happen. Uh, Hannah is, like, losing her mind, seeing all these couples break up. It makes her sad, because she, um, has no personality. And, uh, but her and Dylan, of course, are gonna go to the Boom Boom Room. Yes, Clay and Nicole also basically agree to go to the Boom Boom Room. Um, 
And now we gotta talk about the big, 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 big bad thing oh, we wanted to talk about. Oh my god, this is so weird. I did not see this coming. We, I figured that Tasha was gonna probably break up with JPJ. Like I, that, that I'm, I saw coming. I'm not an idiot. But so, oh gosh, oh, where do I even start? I just, oh, I, I think, I, I think what really made me cry was when he sat her down. And started telling her his feelings. He was so confident. And he was probably the most calm I've seen him this entire season. His words were just like calm and collected. And he said them in the correct order. And he said... Wild. Wild. And he's just like, I really had a good time dancing with you at the prom. And one day I would love to dance with you at our wedding someday. And I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, feelings. I can't, I can't have these feelings. And then he tells her, I love you, Tasha Adams. And he like looked at her with a way that I just, I haven't seen in so long. Did you see his face? Yeah. He looked like he loved that woman. Oh, I know, but like. I know, but I also hate him, and he's a loser and a weirdo. <laughs> but I just, like, that was such a, like, oh, wow, he might actually really love this woman. Mm-hmm. It might be still a fool's, a fool's love, you know, based off of some kind of weird um, expectation he has of, like, you know, romantic I mean, we're love watching this and show. whatever. Exactly. But he, he thinks he loves her, and he believes that, and he's confident in it. Tasha's face was heartbreaking. I think it was like the same face she's made this whole time though, where she's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think she felt, oh no, okay, well, see, I feel like her first face when she, when he was literally still talking to her was actually like something, like she, it felt good. I think she actually really enjoyed hearing it. Um, and it made her feel a certain way. And then when she, then it just like a second later, it all kind of just like hit her and she's like, oh no. I don't feel the same. And she she realizes that she's not in love with him and has to tell him, oh my god, I just I don't even know how to feel. Did you were you as emotional as I was? Um <laughs> No. It's fine. I, no, I think I was like emotional about it. Um <clears throat> mostly because I love how like I love goofy relationships. Like I I think that they are compatible in a lot of ways, but, like, I wasn't as, like, emotionally impacted because it did seem very just, like, goofy and, like, surface level. But at the same time, I was like, fuck, like, that's a lot of, like, how I, like, relate to people, too. It's true. Oh, man. Yeah. She says, like, but to hear that you're in love with me, I want to go there, but I can't get there yet. Yeah. Like, oh. Which gave me a little hope, though, because I was like, she said, yeah, you know? And so he he thanks her for, like, her honesty and, like, gets up and starts to walk away. And everyone is, like, watching from some, like, upper level of the structure that they live at. And they're all, like, freaking out and yeah, crying. It's, like a, it's a Carly Kirk situation. Ugh. Um, I do think that there might be hope for them in the... And what we see next week, maybe, maybe. So, but it was like, and then when she ran to him, and she's like, I'm sorry, John. I love when she calls him John. Ah! Like, part of me really does love when, like, people don't call him John Paul Jones. And I'm just like, 
so sweet. Oh shit, that that means they're close, Aww. right? And then they like hug and they kiss, and it's like the wind's blowing and they're just like breathing in each other's faces, and I was just like crying. Mm-hmm. I it came out of nowhere. I was like bawling, mm-hmm. and he picks her up and he starts to carry her away, and I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be the best thing ever. And, and he just he, like puts her down for some reason. Like I don't really understand that part. But and then he walks fine. away, and I was dead inside. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not new. Uh, <laughs> I just was reminded of how dead I was. I uh, I I'm having a weird week as far as emotionals go. <laughs> emotionals, <laughs> emojis. Because <laughs> I'm just like love is fucking weird. It's terrible. Uh, and I made a good Facebook joke where I was like, edging, but with your heart. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel about a lot of things. <sighs> anyway. It's been a long two weeks, y'all. It really has been. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, that was really sad. And I and they both went, went away in their little vans crying pretty mm-hmm. hard. And I I think I felt, I felt for Tasha too. I think she just really... Didn't realize it was going to get this far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she feels bad. So, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, what else happened? I was I was done after that. Yeah, I think uh, Demi and Christian had another conversation. So much lesbian processing. <sighs> oh, so annoying that lesbians find, like, like the first lesbian couple. Um, I mean... It's fine. It's about anxiety issues and about how they're both causing each other anxiety. And, like, that's real. And hopefully they work it out. It seems like they they will. Like, Demi told her that she knows that it's kind of on her to grow and to move past these issues that she's having on a personal level. And that she's trying and willing and is, and is going to work on them. It won't mm-hmm. be overnight, but she is going to. And Christian really loved to hear that. And they made out. And it was really cute. God, they're so gorgeous. I don't think I've ever seen a more pretty couple. It's really fucking annoying. It's really. (laughs) You'll find your Christian. Or somebody. Oh, we'll see. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. Um, Katie and Chris have a conversation that doesn't go well. Surprise, surprise. He, this is, this annoyed me. He basically almost broke up with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she convinced and him that, to kind of. Yeah, he zagged super hard. Yeah. Um, where he basically was like, I, like, I'm confused about this relationship. I don't know. Like, I've never been in love before, et cetera, et cetera. And she's like, is this happening? Like, is, are you breaking up with me, basically? And she's like, I don't want this to happen. Like, she's, I feel like she's been very clear with him, like, what she wants this entire time. And he has not been, which is really annoying because he, like, there's no reason for him to not be. Yeah. She's Uh, very, I think she can be a pretty reasonable person. So, yeah, there's no reason to not say how he's feeling. And, like, ultimately, he's, yeah, he opens up how he's just nervous and scared and doesn't really know how to, you know, be in a relationship like this. And she's like, you don't have to, we don't have to fucking figure it out overnight. We're, we're just working towards things. I want to be in this relationship. I want to do this. And then. I like you. I like you. Let's do this. And he's like, but. 
I don't know. Huh? <laughs> like, what? yeah, he's like, he, I feel like he's, did he, was he the one that said the person was like, I don't know if I feel this anymore or something? Yeah. And then he zagged super hard and was like, no, actually, like, based on what you said, like, uh, we're just going to continue to try to do this. And it was, like, I'm glad that it happened for her, but I'm like, why are you doing it like this? Yeah, it's really kind of harsh. I feel like it's not going to end well. I think he's um trying to please her too much. Yeah. And uh, that's, you know, that's real. He, it, that might be based off of the way he was raised, who knows, and his past relationships. I get it. I relate. I try to please everybody, too. But it's just, like, it's not going to help Kitty in the long run. If you don't feel it, then you need to, like, yeah. cut and run, dude. Um, so. he, he does this thing. Um, we're, like, reading a review <laughs> online. It's, like, rather than... Fe- then falling apart emotionally, Katie stays calm enough to talk Chris down and reminds him that no one's going to force them to get married. And she's like, yeah, I get it. Like, you've been through, like, a lot of things I haven't been through. Um, and I don't know if we're going to be together for the rest of our lives, but I like you. Like, you make me happy cannot just be enough. Yeah. And I respected that. Chris is like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Like, what the, like, what the fuck, though? Like, she's okay. saying a very reasonable thing, and you're gonna be like, uh, sure, I guess. It's like, no. She's giving you a really good, reasonable option. Be happy about it. Fucking But idiot. the thing is, like, I... Okay, so, at this point, um, there are four couples left. Yeah. We have Demi and Christian... We have Clay and Nicole. We have Hannah and Dylan. Hannah and Dylan. And we have Chris and Katie. Chris and Katie. So, your bets for who's not getting engaged? Because there were three rings. Yeah. Um, It's Clay and Nicole, right? Yeah. It's got to be Clay and Nicole that aren't getting engaged. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't want Chris and Katie to get engaged, though, either. No. No, Chris and Katie are not going to get engaged. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Wait, fuck. Yeah, no, they are. I mean, they kind of have to. I'm so, we, sorry, we see a, a, a person, a black woman's hand. Yeah. So. It's, and it's not Nicole's hand. Yeah. And it's not like Tasha's. Nicole, Nicole is a person of color. It's yeah. not Tasha. Yeah. Um, I just don't really want to see it happen because it doesn't seem like it's... I, I feel like they should just date. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. I, I think that they have something, of course, and I think Katie's wonderful, and Chris, I guess, is a person. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't want to see them get engaged. But anyway, yeah, I think it might, I think it might be Clang and Nicole, which again, also, I don't want them to get engaged either. I don't, I don't see it. They could date, but, like, this is not, this is not, oh, oh boy. I, whew. I'm excited. I'm excited to see how it goes down. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to see next week. Um, everyone, turn your TVs off for Monday. Monday. Yeah, we can just um, vote for Hannah like on our own. Like they'll post the phone numbers online if you want to vote for Hannah, which I'm I'm in support of. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't watch the show. We need to we need to show ABC that we're serious. And we have standards. And they cannot trick us into watching their trash no, we're dance not, show. We're not watching Sean Spicer. We're not like, going to do it. We're not doing it. Yeah, And I encourage you not to either. 
Um, yeah, turn off your TVs on Monday, come back on Tuesday, watch the show, and come back with us on Wednesday for our final podcast of the season. And by season, I mean our, like, nine-month season. Nine-month season. <laughs> um, of, you know, 2019. 2019. In the books, bitches. Oh, my God. Um, we'll find out on Tuesday as well who The Bachelor is. Um, we all already know. I don't know who it is. I mean, it's not Mike. Yeah. A true. It's Peter, It's right? Peter. Sorry, guys. I mean, I'm... It's not a spoiler. Everyone, everyone's talking about it. Like, I I think, like, if you're going to accuse us of doing spoilers, uh, fuck off, first of all. But, yeah. like, if you just look at the silhouette, it's Peter, right? It's, I, yeah. It's, it's Peter. Or if it's not Peter, it's, like, a stupid skinny Luke. Yeah, it's, like, another white man. Like, it's just, and that's whatever. Um, maybe Mike didn't want to be The Bachelor. I don't, I mean, there's a lot of people who are on my Instagram right now being like, it doesn't matter. And maybe he didn't want to be, or maybe he's in a relationship with Demi Lovato. Like, all these are very valid points. That's fine. Um, but we can still, like, be mad and want. Can we not criticize ABC for not having a black bachelor yet? Like, y'all. And it's not even, I I heard an argument today, like, well, we're just not going to put something in The Bachelor just because of the color of the skin. Like, that's almost like, you know... A okay. wrong thing to do, but but Mike is a good guy and handsome and has very nice teeth. Have you seen Mike's teeth? Have you seen Mike's teeth? All right, like that's my fetish. I'm finished. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> that's all she needs. Um, wow, we did it. It's been an hour and a half of nonsense. Nonsense. Uh, if you guys stay, Dean and Kaylin, I hope you are well. That was very cute. That was a very cute Instagram post. Oh yeah, um, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch their relationship unfold in whatever capacity it is. Um, I actually have no ill will towards Caitlyn. I just didn't want to see her on my TV anymore. No. It was much like a Tia situation of last year. I don't hate Tia. I just didn't want her on my TV anymore. I don't want any ill will. If anything, my meme was saying, "Go find love, yeah, somewhere else, please." Mm-hmm. Out of my, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to see you, and I don't want to see Connor again, either. Just Connor. It was mostly, I don't want to see Connor. Yeah, I don't want to see Connor, either. Ugh, he's gonna, they're gonna, that's not gonna last. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway. Um, what do you got to plug, baby? I got to plug, let's see here. Um, I don't know. Nothing much. This is what I, I've been plugging the podcast a lot. Oh, I want to plug, oh, yes. I want to plug a podcast called Say Bible Podcast. It is a podcast about the Kardashian um, oh, universe, yes. and it is hosted by Kathleen and Natalie, and they do, they've been doing it for like two years. I was listening to it ever since like when um, Kylie was secretly pregnant, and that was like, you didn't know me during that time, um, but it was, I was consumed mm-hmm. with whether Kylie was pregnant or not. Yeah. Um, and in fact, when Chloe announced she was pregnant, I screamed so loud that my roommate came out and said, oh, did Kylie finally announce? <laughs> because she knew that, that was the only reason I would just scream. That's so funny. <laughs> like, so it's great. actually, like, pretty similar. I feel like my old roommate, Alex, listened to Say Bible a lot, and he was like, every time we came out, like, of our room, where we'd have, like, a mutual tab, he's like, did you listen to Say Bible today? And I was like, no, I don't have any time. <laughs> I definitely recommend it if you guys are interested in it. The hosts do a really good job of talking about 
a lot of feminist and social justice issues, and they call out all of the problematic shit that the Kardashians and all the surrounding people do, while also still just being, like, general fans, which I think is kind of a thing that we do with our podcast. Like, obviously, we're a fan mm-hmm. of the franchise, yeah. but we will still call out the problematic shit, but also still enjoy it, and this podcast, Say Bible, really does that well, I think, um, and I love them, and yeah, so listen to them. And then, but listen to us as well. Yep. <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me. Um, yeah. Do you want to say anything? Oh, what do I want? Uh, just pray for me. Yeah, just pray for Danica. Pray for me. I, um, my work stinks. Um, we just, she didn't think we'd have to have to do another episode, but we do, so. Yeah. One more episode. One more episode. Um, <laughs> but also, like, I feel like I want to see you and hang out with you of course. during the time that we have off so I feel like we should watch something oh yeah that's a really good thank you for bringing that up do you guys um the audience want us to watch anything particular um slide into our DMs. Uh, things that have been floated are Love Island Love Island has been a big one um maybe a different version of BIP like Australian BIP people have been yes. suggesting that Alex Bordy baby um yes please um and apparently there's <laughs> yes, a uh, a queer relationship on one of those as well <laughs> yes. which is maybe something we should do um and then I mean we could always watch uh, Emergence and Real Housewives <laughs> or Vanderpump Rules or- okay yeah, something like that. Oh my god, can you imagine if we watched Real Housewives? The, I've never the watched content. it. I've never watched a single episode. I know I haven't told Justin and Curtis this, but I've not watched a single episode of any of those shows ever. Mostly out of fear that I would like like it too much and you I would be, would be too consumed it's the by problem. it. Yeah, and I already am consumed by the Kardashians and this, and it's like I can't. I don't know if I have the time in my life. But I feel like we gotta see if Say Bible will invite us to like talk with them mm-hmm. and we can right. do our homework then yes and then if not we're gonna watch real housewives i think it's great yeah at least like a couple episodes mm-hmm. or something i don't know but yeah so let us know if you have a suggestion though of something you want us to watch or maybe it's like an old episode an old season of the bachelor bachelorette even like yeah last year we I have a Caitlin's. lot of them yeah there's so many of them so, yes, let us know. We won't be on forever. We'll probably check in like we did last season, too, and just do a couple, like, check-ins, especially if there's, like, crazy shit happening um, in the off-season. I would love to check in every, like, couple of weeks yeah. during the off-season. And I also think you and I will see each other more this time because now we're more we're closer friends than we were before. Um, if I don't see you, I'll die. Well, you're going to, I mean, you're already dead anyway. But I know. I don't want you to die again. Uh, well, until next week, friends, friends, um, we're drunk. Um, let us know your, um, what are your bets for next week? Oh, yeah. Because we got, we got three engagements, dude. Four couples, three engagements. Tell us who the fuck is getting dumped. Yeah. Because it's, well, it's me, first of all. Uh, (laughs) It's always me. It's always you. I feel like I'm going to get dumped this week, too. I'm not even dating somebody, but I still feel like (laughs) it. What is wrong with me? I think I need therapy again. Well, me too. On that note. On uh, that note. Good night. Good night, and we love you. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Date Card Pod. Make sure you're following us on social media. On Instagram, we are Date Card Pod. On Twitter, we are Date Card Podcast. 
you can email us at DescartesThePodcast at gmail. And make sure you're following your hosts. Danica is at Drunk Feminist on Instagram. And Jenna is Jenna with a smile. Make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Hey, leave us a review. This is the final podcast tonight. When you are ready.